from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge Podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Okay, you ready for this? This is going to be a good one. 10 days, 10 episodes on shooting the basketball in approximately 10 minutes. And I'm talking about a variety of different areas when it comes to free throw shooting and how we can make more free throws during the season, how we can practice at a higher level to get more transfer to games. And overall, this is a topic that many, many programs could have a huge jump in their results as a team simply by improving their free throw percentage throughout the course of a season. So let's touch on a few things. One, overall, I think as coaches, we can get a little too negative on free throws. Oh, we missed it. Oh, man, we're just, you know, we're shooting, you know, this percent from the foul line. Okay. Well, I did a little homework. And I looked up in the 21-22 season. See, I wrote it down. The NBA average point per possession was 1.09. So these are supposed to be the best basketball players in the world. 1.09 points per possession. Meaning, if you were to get fouled and shoot two free throws and you shot 50%, your point per possession would be one point per possession. That's barely below 1.09, the 21-22 average NBA point per possession statistics. So with that in mind, let's look at this as a positive of when we get to the foul line. Like, let's just make that a big deal. When our kids get to the foul line, we are praising the fact that they're shooting free throws. I may even veer and go extreme for a while just to get our kids in a mindset of we are shooting free throws like that in itself is a win. The other team is getting into foul trouble. We got a lot of really good things going on because that highlights our aggressiveness, our attackability as a team that we're drawing these fouls, getting to the free throw line. Let's shine a light on the fact that we are shooting free throws. And if we're shooting 50%, that's one point per possession. That's not so bad. If we can start to get above that, 60% on free throws, that averages out to 1.2 points per possession. Hey, now we're above the NBA average. So obviously you can see that getting to the foul line period more often than the other team is going to be a huge advantage for your team. And then if you are one of those high, high-level shooting teams, man, what a, what a big impact that's going to make on your overall season, how many games you're going to win, bottom line. No doubt about that. So with all of that said, let's think about some of the techniques and, and kind of the free throw itself and, and what we might be able to do uh, a little bit better. One, if a player has a shot that is – pretty fluid and pretty smooth then have them shoot free throws and see how they compare. It's very, very interesting because it would seem like, Hey, got a good looking jump shot. Okay. Free throws are going to be fine. A lot of times that's the case. 
But sometimes you'll have a kid who's very on balance and stable at the foul line. They're really off balance when they're shooting their game shots. And then you have other players who will, and I've seen this more often, of they'll do something almost unusual at the foul line as far as their stance and their movement mechanics that they actually don't do when they don't really have to think about it and they're just playing and taking some of those quick, more game speed shots. At the foul line, you have time. And we can use that to our advantage. It could also be used to our our detriment if we're not taking advantage of it. You know, one couple young young players that I've been working with, too much knee bend. I'm trying to, to get them to understand because in their young lives, they've been told, use your legs, use your legs. You do use your leg shooting. But if there's a type of shot where you really don't need to use your legs hardly at all, it's free throws. So now I, some of my, these young guys that I'm working with, they have this extreme knee bend, big time knee bend. Man, we do not need that giant knee bend for your shot. That's, you know, you're getting tired in the fourth quarter, more knee bend, more legs, bend your knees. You hear that's one of my biggest pet peeves watching basketball is hearing people who don't know what they're talking about in the stands, use your legs, use your legs, use your legs. That's not the case, especially when it comes to shooting free throws. When it comes to shooting free throws, think to yourself, less is usually more. As we've talked about in previous podcasts, it's more about getting your hips loaded and sinking the movement of the basketball, letting the basketball move first. And as the basketball comes up, get that basketball palm to ceiling, you get into really... Is, is the palm for most players, if it gets around to eyebrow level, that's when we start to unload hips, knees, ankles, shoot through on our follow through. We get plenty of power on the shot. So that is a big one for us to think about as well. How much legs are they using? Another one for us to think about is, and this is going to get into our routine, what are they doing as far as picking up and dribbling the basketball? What are they doing? I've seen kids hold the basketball and their hands are on the sides and then they move the basketball up and then they rotate their hands to get underneath the basketball. And I've shared this story, you know, a year or so ago. So to our new listeners, you haven't heard this one before. When I was assistant coach at Perrysburg high school and it was my second season and we were shooting better from the three point line from season one to season two, that, that I was uh, as an assistant, we were shooting better from the three point line in the second season and I was an assistant. I took a lot of pride in this because I was you know, supposed to be like the, the skills guy on the team, but we were shooting worse from the foul line. And so I really took a deep dive into what are some of the, the issues that I see with a lot of our guys on the team and how can we try to fix some of those things? And so I came up with four H's of free throw shooting, hands, hips, head, and hold. All right. And, and what I, I told our guys was, Our hands need to be in a shooting position before the ball moves. Our hips need to be loaded, meaning our hips are back, before the ball moves. Head, meaning our eyes need to be on the target before the ball moves. And the last one was hold, meaning we're really finishing strong with our follow-through. We don't want to leave that shot short. And so the fourth H, holding the follow-through. We shot 15% better the second half of the season after we incorporated this than the first half of the season. Really didn't shoot more free throws. It was just more conversations 
And the thing that I think helped our guys was we just gave them something to think about that was not, boy, I hope I don't miss. Right. And so for a player, maybe when we look at hands, hips, head, and hold, maybe they're already doing three out of those four things. We're just trying to get them to get all four, right? Because, because those players, they're not doing all four wrong. They probably have two or three in place already. If we can get them to really concentrate on balance and stillness with the body, and we're locking in as far as our hands, our hips, and our head on the target, and as the basketball then moves up, now we're starting to unload the hips and getting out to our shot. Just giving them almost like a framework and something to think about at the free throw line instead of the result, right? Because I don't want them thinking, I hope I don't miss, I hope I don't miss, I hope I don't miss. I'd much rather them think, hold my follow through and I finish or hips back before the basketball moves, right? Hands in a shooting position before I move the basketball. Head, heads on the target before I move the basketball. Those simple things can go a long way. Breathing is also big. Heart rate is high during a basketball game. You're running, you're sprinting, it's physical. So how can we lower heart rate? There's different breathing techniques, four, four, eight, as far as breathing in, holding, breathing out. For the most part, use the cue, smell the roses, blow out the candles. And that feel good. Oh, doesn't that feel good? I feel like I'm not I'm a better free throw shooter already. Just doing that. Do it, do it with me one more time. Money. Money. I'm about to light this next free throw. Right. You just you're you're trying to slow down, relax, lower your heart rate a little bit. Right. So that's going to help you. Now, how can we practice those things so that we get more game transfer? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked because I, I have a, a couple ideas. We have a drill in our coaches coach where you shoot two free throws. You sprint to half court and back because that's we're trying to speed up your heart rate. And then at a game, you're doing other things between shooting free throws. So as an example, we could have them shoot, do jumping jacks, could be anything. You shoot two free throws, half court and back. And when you come back, you're working on your breathing, calming yourself, you shoot two more free throws. You shoot 10. And swish is worth two, make is worth one, miss is minus one. Let me see what your score is. So that's a drill that you could use, right? Uh, there's many really good shooting drills that you could utilize, right? If it's in a large group game, um, you know, finish it with a free throw, right? Team wins a scrimmage. You got to seal the deal with a free throw. So that's very game-like. Uh, what do we do in our, our small group workouts? We're doing some things. We're working on some different drills. Maybe it's finishing. Say, hey, make two free throws and then go grab some water. And so usually when we're incorporating uh, either a water break or uh, transferring from one focus point to the other, we have them shoot some free throws in between. Much like a game, you're doing something, you're doing something, oh, you got fouled, you got to slow down and knock free throws down. So doing those throughout the course of a workout instead of, hey, we're going to shoot 20 free throws right now is a good way to go because that's more game-like. Again, you don't have to be a genius to make some of these different ways you will. You could also, if you're really working on shooting, but with an emphasis on free throws, 
shoot from different spots. Shoot from different spots and then come in, shoot your free throw. Shoot from different spots. Maybe it's a two feet in, two feet back. Okay, now we're shooting our free throw. Going to the right, to the left. Okay, now we're shooting our free throw, right? The variability can go a really long way. Let's talk about routine. Steve Nash is the NBA's leader in free throw shooting, right? I remember watching Steve Nash shoot. I mean, it was um, unbelievable, right? Steve Nash did two things that really stood out to me. Outside of gym rat, I mean, tireless worker, like he put in the time. He deserved to be successful. You earn the right to be a great shooter. You earn the right to be a great shooter. So much respect for anybody that can shoot the ball. But when Steve Nash was in a game, one thing I always noticed was before every shot, he went through the full routine. Not just the follow-through, like you take your follow-through, hold it, Okay, now they throw the ball to you, and then you, you do your routine and shoot it. He would do the full routine, like with the basketball. And he would also incorporate his breathing routine with that. So he's going through his practice shot without the basketball. There's visualization involved. And then he gets the basketball, and he takes a shot. Now, you know, in the NBA, you're not going to have that amount of time. Referees trying to get home, right, to their, to their family. So they're probably just going to throw you the basketball. But – can you do some of that as much as you can as far as breathing, visualization, and a practice shot before you get into your actual shot? That one is can be vital for us as shooters. One thing that I developed later in my career that I thought was beneficial was um, taking the practice shot as my dribble. So I like to spin the ball to get just a feel for the ball and then shoot it two times into the floor. And what I mean by that is my right hand was, was above the ball. Boom. I'm shooting it into the floor. And basically, however, I feel like how hard my follow through has to be on the shot. That's how hard I'm dribbling it into the floor. So it's almost like practice shot, practice shot, actual shot. When, if you're looking at it from the crowds, it looks like, Oh, he's just dribbling it twice in my mind. I'm thinking practice shot, practice shot, go up and take your actual shot. As far as being able to, get players to work on this, I also would encourage some more unique styles, meaning eyes closed free throw shooting. We worked with a team on shooting the basketball. Shout out to Coach's Edge member, Coach Kingsbury, Carver's Bay Girls Program. Really great basketball program. And God darn it, we're going to shoot free throws better with that team. I promise you, I'm going to give you an update on how much better they're shooting. Like I'm dedicated to helping them be a better free throw shooting team. And one thing that we worked a lot on when I was uh, training their point guard was eyes closed free throws, trying to visualize the basket, visualize what you need to do as you take that shot and knock down those free throws. So truly, if you could visualize you taking a shot, Close your eyes and visualize it. Take a couple shots, okay? Close your eyes, then take a couple more shots. Like we're getting so many repetitions in different types of ways that are a little bit more challenging and they're not getting us super comfortable. It's not, hey, I'm shooting 10 in a row. I'm shooting 20 in a row. It's like, dude, some you're just thinking of shooting while you're looking at the, some you're thinking about shooting, but your eyes are closed. 
Then you open your eyes, you do shoot some free throws. Then you close your eyes and you shoot free. Like we're practicing free throws in so many different ways that I really believe that we're going to get more transfer to the games because of that. And we will reach out to me. I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys know, Hey, Carver's Bay girls basketball. We improved our free throw shooting by X percent from last year uh, to this next year. It's going to happen. Okay. So we we've talked about a couple things. You do your drills, come back and shoot some free throws. Game pressure, you finish a, a you end with a make on a free throw, whoever team wins. If you miss it, okay, then you then you keep playing. We talked about uh, running or jumping jacks in between free throws. We've talked about changing the location. We've talked about breathing. We've talked about changing um, eyes closed, eyes open, not shooting, just visualizing. All of these are different ways that we can practice shooting free throws. The biggest one is what I think I started with, and that's developing a positive attitude for free throws. If you go back and just and show the kids, like this was our points per possession last year. It was 0.9. We shot 50% from the free throw line. Like, oh, that's no good. That's not good. You know, you're supposed to make, you know, it's a free shot. You should make them, right? Well, if you shot 50% from the free throw line and you had a 0.9 points per possession, 50% from the free throw line was your best play. That hired your points per possession. So really try to, to change, you know, almost like the culture of how your team feels about going to the free throw line and shooting free throws, I really, truly think that that's going to make a, a big difference at the line as well. We go on and on with this stuff. I mean, I love love talking about it. You know, make sure your uh, players are staying at the line, you know, with our four H's of free throw shooting hold, meaning we're holding the follow through until we see the result. All right, so I want to stay on the line. We had players on that, that Perrysburg team that had the habit of shooting and stepping forward or shooting and stepping back on their follow through. So we are going to hold our position with our follow-through until we see the result make or miss. And that helped. All right, those little cues or a reminder here, a reminder there, they could be different for each player, can go a very long way. But when it comes to free throws, one thing that I've learned for the most part is it's usually not reps. Like more reps don't necessarily mean more makes when it comes to shooting. Of course, you have to shoot them and practice them, but you can do them in all these different ways that we've talked about compared to, hey, I need to shoot 100 free throws because I missed a bunch last night. Like that's not that's not going to get it done. All right. Thanks for listening to Coach's Ed Podcast. Appreciate you guys. Anything I can do for you, let you know. Coach'sEdge.coach. We have a handout, those four H's of free throw shooting that uh, you can print out on the website as well um, to help you kind of just – it's just lists those four H's of free throw shooting. And then I give a couple details on that PDF of what I'm thinking about for our players when we work with them. Thanks for listening. Get after it today. Are you enjoying the Coach's Edge podcast and this series that we have on shooting the basketball? If you are, might be a good fit for our membership at coachesedge.coach. We strive to provide coaches with resources in all areas of coaching the game program development, strategy, strength and conditioning, culture. But what we really try to lock into is player development. And what's one of the biggest areas, if not the biggest areas when it comes to developing better players is shooting the basketball. We take a deep dive into that with our long form presentations, our short form videos, 
all the PDFs we have on different drills and how we really encourage players and coaches to build their game, shooting the basketball from the youth level on up. So if you're interested in our player development and shooting the basketball or anything else that we provide, go to coachesedge.coach to get started. And if you have questions, reach out, contact at kramerbasketball.com. Thanks again. Keep getting after it.